It is the 200 level, episode 319, Mike Carpenter in the basement with special guest host, my guy, Brian Hansen. Hello, Brian. How's it going? It's going okay. I mean, for a first half against Wisconsin, I've seen uglier halves against Wisconsin, and that's saying something, but 20 to 16, Illinois up four, and as we were watching that first half, we were discussing quite a bit of, uh, it felt like if you just make some shots, you're going to be fine, and it took 19 minutes. And they finally did. And being up four actually feels more like a eight or nine point lead than just a four point lead. I feel rather optimistic at this point. I mean, defensively, you're you're playing out of this world, and, and you're up four on the road at the Cole Center. Coleman Hawkins, Terrence Shannon, pretty limited offensively. Only took a total of two shots in the first half. I mean, I'm I'm feeling good about it. Unless you totally collapse in the second half, um, it feels like this game is yours to lose. Which sounds maybe a little bit conceited, but as I'm watching this Wisconsin team, my God, they're shooting 18%. You'd think maybe you should be up by more than four, um, but this is just a razor-thin margin because they have one more three-pointer than you do, and you have seven turnovers. So that 18% field goal percentage for them, well, they also had quite a few more attempts. Now, I'm going to let you at home, if you were trying to cue this up, we were about to get underway, so I'll let you know the minute or the second that we get started here in the second half. I'll head up the sponsors as we go through uh, media timeouts and all of that. But it's a big game. And at four or five and four, excuse me, Illinois with an opportunity, Brian, to go six and four and really kind of solidify themselves as a top four team. And it seems attainable. This is a game that you should win. I mean, Wisconsin's down this year. You know, they're shooting 45 or 44 percent from three at home and you've held them to three, three pointers. Yeah. Uh, One of them a bank shot. That's right. I mean, all right, players to watch. Here's what we got from Tyler Wall and Terrence Shannon Jr. Zero points. That probably will not sustain itself. And it looks like we're about to get underway. We are almost. And here we go. 20 minutes to go. All you got to do. This is the math game that we used to play here all the time, Brian. You just, you can out, you love them outscore you by three and you're still going to win the game. I don't care what the margin is. I just want to win here as we get a nice take from Terrence. Up and good. There you go. I mean, you get Terrence involved in the second half and this should be a, this should be no problem. I would think. I mean, this to me doesn't feel all that dissimilar from other games against Wisconsin more at home than anything, but you have had five wins in a row against Wisconsin. And I think the big reason why for the first four of those five game stretch, IO, of course, helped with the game winner at Cole Center in mm-hmm. 2020, but it was really Kofi. Kofi was the difference. But I do think as a, as a team, the athleticism and size that you have, it causes problems for a team like Wisconsin. And it did again for them offensively in the first half. Let's see what happens on this possession. And we got travel. Or what, a charge? Offensive foul? Hard to see. I got I got closed captioning up here, so we'll see what You know, I'll is. take their guards driving down the lane any time. Uh, you know, you're, you're keeping them out from shooting three-pointers. Defensively, this has been a really impressive game so far. If you want to call that a forced turnover, I guess you could. He stepped out of bounds, I think. So, Illinois with the ball, six-point lead. They had a really good start to the second half against Ohio State. And almost got a shot there to fall for Meyer, but not quite. I don't mind that shot in particular. No, I, I don't mind it either. I mean, Meyer, when he gets himself going offensively, he's just really tough to stop. Two big threes for him in the first half. So it's 22 to 16, 1905 to go. Stephen Crowell looking for Hepburn. Stephen Crowell instead finds Tyler Wall, who's trying to take it in the lane on the right side. Coleman stops the dribble. Well, no, not quite. Wall continuing to take it in, and he takes every bit of his effort, but he does. Get that in there. I, I don't know. For me, though, Brian, that, that doesn't look like bad defense. That looks like just a guy getting his, and that doesn't bother me so no, much. No, I mean, Tyler Wall is going to get his. He's a good player. Two fouls for him, two for oh, Tara Chan. We had a nice little missed opportunity there. Yeah, nice shot uh, pass to Jaden Epps in the lane. But go. Matthew Meyer with a good take. I mean, this game really was reminiscent of that Ohio State game to start. Uh, it just drew out longer. It, that's right. The ugly start just seemingly never ended. But I do like the start to the second half here. And you are now up six. Here's another take from Wall against Coleman. You want to see a stop now. They're going to call a foul on Coleman before the shot. No, I'm no, sorry. I guess not. And are they calling this? Again, I got closed captioning on YouTube, so I apologize for that if we are uh, a little bit late on the call. But it does look like they're going to get... A little shoulder. Yeah, they're going to get the shoulder on wall, right? Or a travel. Yep, shoulder, I think. Okay, here we go. I'm getting the YouTube channel up, or sorry, the stream, everybody. So if you're in the... There we go. Wow. Okay, Jaden with an easy shot there. Was that a feed from somebody? I missed that Yeah, you know, to be honest, I missed the feed too, but... 
17.54 to go. So we got an eight-point lead and another turnover. This one on Hepburn. Wow. We already got fans of yours in the YouTube feed. Oh, is that right? I'll, I'll hit this up here at the media timeout. It was 17.50 to go. Okay, so Illinois should smell some blood in the water, I feel like, because Wisconsin is just so freaking bad on offense right now, and you're starting to feel yourselves a little bit. Terrence with the take, it is no good, and Dane can't quite get the board, so Terrence's struggles, despite an early layup here in the half, continue. Here's Wall on the take. Good stop, though, by Illinois, but a three from Jordan Davis, no good. I don't know where Meyer was going. Rebound for Hepburn, now Wall in the lane. Hands up, Coleman. Boy, yeah, that's kind of frustrating. It, it is. I mean, you can't do much more than that without fouling. Uh, Not so much. I mean, the defense, again, fine by Coleman. That's a guy working his way down and getting his, but it all started with Meyer. Come on, make the three, Meyer. Oh, he does. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 29 to 20. So, Meyer, yes, he didn't block out there. It was a long rebound that Hepburn got that kept that possession alive. But when he's making his third three, and you're struggling for offense, I'll, I'll take the Matthew Meyer we're getting today, I guess, Brian. This is going to be a different half, for sure, than the first half. I mean, you've already outscored. Both teams, I think, have outscored where they were in the first 12 minutes of the first half in about three minutes of game time. Now, we got a foul on Coleman, who's asking for... I mean, right now, it's just the Tyler Wall show, and I think that Coleman, while not doing bad, who's another guy you could put to body him up? Do you try... I mean... Meyer, do you get Ty Rogers out there? Ty, I, I, I would say it's probably just about time to get, to give Ty Rogers a chance here in the second half. I mean, we only saw him for what two, three minutes in the first half. I would actually like to see what he could do against that, Tyler Wall. And this is not a shooting foul, is it? Or are they now changing their mind? And they are. What the heck is going on here? They're going to call a hook on Wisconsin, or they're going to call a timeout and look at this? I think as a possible hook and hold. Yeah, they think there was a hook and hold. So if so, the way that Coleman was talking, that'd be a big break here, Brian. We'd get the ball a shot. I think it's a technical. It is, yeah. It would be a technical if it's a hook and hold. Let's see here. Uh, we're watching the replay, and he does kind of close his arm around Coleman. I, I mean, I don't know the letter of the law here, Brian. It's a rel relatively new Yeah, it's rule. the same, yeah. So... I'm, I'm watching the closed captioning here in YouTube feed. If you guys can help out and let me know if, I mean, you might know a hook and hold better than I do. There was a call for a hook and hold. Well, no, this is what it was. A couple Sundays ago, were you watching the Michigan State-Purdue game? No, the one I, at I, Michigan I, missed, State. I missed that. Great game. And there was a blatant hook and hold by Edie on Maddie Sissoko. And th that was, that looked obvious to me. This one, not as much. And we'll see what, what they end call up calling here? here. They're conferencing. And Coleman looks disappointed, so I don't think we're going to get the hook and hold. But if anything, that's just a common foul on Hawkins, and Wisconsin will get the ball out. So not a big deal. Well, well, you got to figure, Tyler Wall being so limited in that first half that he's going to come out here, and everything's going to go to him to start. Which is fine. I mean, you're making shots. I mean, what was it? It was 20 to 16 half, so that means you're on a 9 to 4 run to start this half, which I'll take. And all four from Tyler Wall, this is not going to be a shooting foul? No, it's not. So they got the out-of-bounds from under the basket. Coleman is still on wall. And Coleman, I think that might still be his first foul. I'm not 100% sure. But this is Hepburn, long two, no good. I will give them that all day long. Let's see what kind of offense we can run here, though. It's been a lot of isolation basketball in the first half. We got a little action here. We got Matthew Meyer looking for the pick right from Dane. He can take the three if he wants it there. No, instead he's trying to take it to the rim. Up and good. And, a, and foul. a foul. I'll take that all day. Okay, is he double digits already? Because if I recall, he had two, th three threes. Yeah, that's the second layup. Yeah, he missed the first be, I, and one opportunity. I should keep the stats handy here, but I'm pretty sure if my math is right, the nine points from threes. He's got four from layups, maybe six. He's at sixteen. Wow. So he leads all scores sixteen. Just like that, Brian. We're up twelve. I mean, this, this is a bad Wisconsin team. They're bad. I was saying that in the first half. This what I wanted to try Wisconsin to caution team. myself, we get so used to talk about the Cole Center. Understandably, the record bears itself out that it's a tough place to win, but not for Illinois recently. And it's getting to the point where it's not really that tough for other teams either. Losing this game would be bad. I think it's okay to say that given how Wisconsin's played the last three weeks. Now, this is a three-pointer from Tyler Wall. It's up. Why, why wouldn't it be good? Just to keep it annoying enough. Just to keep it interesting. 
So he has all their points, if I recall. Seven points for Wisconsin. Yeah, I think so. That's right. Seven points the second half. And I don't know. That's Coleman on him. And maybe not bad defense, but just get up in his face. Force the issue. Let let someone like a Seijin shoot it. Here's Coleman. Back up to top to Jaden Epps. I mean, Coleman has zero points. I think he's only taken one shot in this game. He's not doing much for you. He's really not. Here's Jaden Epps trying to take it around. This is a long, windy play, but he does draw the foul. We will go to a timeout. So at the first media timeout, we have Illinois leading by nine. Really good start to this second half. And it is 32 to 23. YouTube live chat feed. I'll get to you guys in just a second here. I want to hit up our sponsors, of course, DPDO online at dpdo.com. For all the best deals and prices, dpdo.com. You can get a custom zone with all the toppings that you want or one of their favorites like the Maui Wowie or the Buffer Zone online at dpdo.com. Also, you know this sponsor. He's here today, Brian Hansen, State Farm agent, brianismyguy.com. When did you get that domain name? You know, I just thought it would draw a little bit of attention. You really wouldn't forget it. You you don't. It's Trevor Valise's favorite domain. I heard that on yeah, one I'm of your sure podcasts a few yeah. times. Mm-hmm. It's great, though, and I can actually vouch for it because Brian is uh, me and Kara's guy for, let's see, homeowners and auto. We started with you back when we got the new house. And plan yeah, a couple on years now, yeah. Yeah, plan sticking around. And I mean, the thing is, I, I used the anecdote, Brian, that when I got the new CRV back in September, it was, I counted on Gmail four minutes from when I emailed you, four minutes Later, I had a new insurance ID. Well, we, we totally speak. Yeah, I mean, we tried. I, obviously, it doesn't work out like that every single time, but we certainly pride ourselves on our customer service, and, and that's really just something our whole team is on board with. So you know, you'll get that service for as long as you're with us. All right, sweet. Well, there you go. Brianismyguy.com. Brian Hansen in the house today. And, of course, Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend. Give them a call today at 217-841-4728. And we already have our AC check scheduled for April. Another thing that they do that's pretty cool is they got these tankless water heaters that we recently got one a year and a half ago, but ours was pretty ancient before that. I'm kind of regretting not splurging on one of these tankless water heaters uh, online. Or sorry, again, give them a call. That's the easiest way at 217-841-4728 for Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend. All right, we had a comment from Natalie. What a cutie with uh, the the heart eye emoji. So there you go. Already got some fans, Brian. And oh, we have... Uh, that's great. I'll Thanks, see if there's Natalie. <laughs> we got, of course, some of our mainstays. We got Mike and Evan and Jacob and uh, Bobo the Clown. Good to see you guys. So I'm going to go to the more recent comments here. This is from Joseph. I don't understand... What is a hook and hold? Like maybe it's the orange tinted glasses, but a wall definitely held Coleman's arm and could have injured him. If the rule is holding on to the opponent's arm, I mean, I guess that was a hook and hold. You know, it'd be I don't know what it is and what it's not. It certainly looked like one to me. I mean, as far as the rule goes, but this is from Michael uh, playing tough and they seem engaged. That's usually good news. I will agree, Michael, especially you go the last five minutes of game time. They've seemed very engaged. And I don't know if I was so worried brian earlier this game about a lack of engagement to me it just seemed like you weren't making shots and it was as simple as that i guess seven turnovers in the first half but overall i didn't feel like it was a crazy amount of sloppiness it just wasn't putting the ball no it wasn't sloppiness but there was a lot of guy like coleman hawkins he would he touched the ball three times in the first half it just felt like he wasn't really in it offensively but you know, off the ball, it's, you know, I'm not really the fan that, that knows how engaged somebody is offensively when they're not touching the ball without the ball in their hands, but he just wasn't involved at all. No, he was not. And the stat sheet bears that out now. However, it looks like we might get some good news. This is what's fun about the YouTube live feed is that a lot of folks, and I'm guessing Bobo and Jacob and Joseph, you guys have cable television because they were able to tell us about 10 seconds ago that Wall picked up his fourth. So to the bench he goes. Wow. That's huge because this game is over already if Tyler Wall doesn't have their seven points because I don't know who else they were going to go to early. Meyer there with a little limp. Hopefully okay. Did, did he get his knee? Regardless, he got tripped. But that's big. That's huge. I mean, <laughs> to he, say the least. Yeah, he, he's the only one putting points on the board right yeah. now for Wisconsin. Okay, so here's the five for Illinois. We got Jaden Epps, RJ back out there. We'll talk about RJ in a bit. I'm rooting for you, man. Make a shot. But here we go. This is Terrence Shannon on the right side of the perimeter. Looking for Coleman. Got a little too creative on the pass attempt, which is a turnover. I think a pretty subpar game for Terrence so far. 
Does he? I mean, does he have any points? I guess he has he's a layup. Yeah, he does have one one field goal. Just a turnover you don't need right there. You had stole, I think, 15 seconds left on the shot clock. This is going to be a siege in getting the pick from Crowell. Has to kick it back out now to Gilmore, who has like five or six. This is a siege in back out to oh, Jordan wow. Davis, to Chucky Hepburn, to Gilmore, Illinois, recovering decently on and a three for Hepburn. Ugh. We recovered nicely on defense, and of course, is that his first one? I think yeah, it's his first buckets of the first bucket of the game. And this is where, when I'm watching Wisconsin games, Brian, I watched them play Penn State. I don't know, a week and a half ago, and they won, and they they frankly shouldn't have, but that's what Wisconsin does. So my concern here would be if you let a 12 point lead get down to three relatively quickly. Now this is a force three from Matthew Meyer that will go out of bounds and stay with Illinois. Fortunately, as Terrence. Gets his hand on it, but it goes, I think, off a of Wisconsin player's foot. But you don't want this to get – you certainly don't want to become a tie game when it felt like you had these guys on the ropes. I mean, you take a forced shot like that. I mean, you had so much time left on the clock. So two, if you ask me, two forced, unforced errors by first Terrence Shannon trying to feed it into Jaden Epps for a turnover and then shooting it way too early for Matthew Meyer. These are your older transfers. So a long three from Terrence is no good. Once again, I mean, not you, a good shot. You, you've Check got all out. that time left on the shot clock. Why are you forcing that shot? Okay, here's Chucky Hepburn over to Seijin or this is Klesmet. Klesmet has there the long hair, but we're going to have a foul on the floor. If anything, I don't think it should be on Epps. It would probably be on Meyer before that as a reach in. Looks like they're going to call that on Epps. Three on Jaden, so that's a bit of... They're going to call this a shooting foul. I, I don't see that. That's a little frustrating, to be honest. Wisconsin stinks. This is going to really agitate me, Brian. You're going to see an agitated version of myself pretty soon. You know, I, defensively, I'm not concerned. It's just consistent offense. Quit with the isolation ball. Run some plays. And ball don't lie. A missed free throw by Klesmet. Here's Sincere. So... I think losing Jaden is big because right now, offensively, I'm trusting him more than Terrence in this game. I'm trusting him more than Coleman in this game. And you have a lineup now where they make one free throw, so it's back to a five-point game. I'm assuming Cole Center coming alive. Seven even though no run. Yeah. I mean, get the ball to Dane. Right. Seems easy enough, which it was for a good part of that first half. When you needed buckets, he was the guy. Now, Sincere having problems against Chucky Hepburn, who is a pest on defense, 15 on the shot clock. Terrence is getting the pick left. He's trying to take in the lane, and he gets the foul called on Crowell. So he got bailed out there. I think maybe he did. We'll see the replay. Here it is. So he's taking the ball in. Crowell, uh, yeah, I mean, he got some body contact, but Crowell probably did what you're supposed to do in that situation. But when you need a bucket, take it to the rim, and That's good things right. usually I, happen. For sure. Uh, this is his first showing at the line, I think, tonight. Makes the first. Okay, good. So he is, you had the stats, actually, and he was, what, 78% of the year from free throws? 78%. That's, that's right, yeah. Him and RJ are leading the team. Okay. I mean, he, the, how much he gets to the line, though, I, I would just imagine that uh, he's got to be close to the top of the league in attempts. I think he, I think there was a stat against Ohio State that they flashed on the TV that he was. And that a certain percentage of his points come from free throws, which is... Which is fine. That's totally fine. All right, so Chucky Hepburn, Sincere kind of stops him 35 feet away from the basket. This is over to Klesman now, right side of the perimeter, down to Crowell. 15 on the shot clock, 13-15 to go in the game. Trying to back down Dane, a nice entry pass, but Jordan Davis, the not quite as good, to say the least, as Johnny Davis, counterpart, can't corral it. Terrence Shannon throws it out of bounds, and it's going to stay with Illinois, but stop getting cute. We're seeing the veterans do just stu- stupid things, quite frankly. They're just trying to do too much. That's what some of my students say if I uh, if I tell them you can't do that. They're like, you're doing too much, Mr. <laughs> well, unfortunately, right now, Terrence, I like Terrence a lot. He's an easy guy to root for, but a couple silly passes. One a turnover, one fortunately not. He's trying to take it in, and he gets the foul. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to call trip, I think, on Wisconsin, so... Another bailout almost? It looked like a travel to me. I, I, <laughs> oh, no, they call travel. They uh, changed the call. So, wow. This is a. Terrence is not looking good. I, I, what are something you doing? Se- something seems off. I mean, you, you got to get the ball down low to Dane. I mean, that's what's working right now. From a certain point, you know, I, I haven't mentioned Underwood yet in this, in this game. And, and really, I haven't had many issues, but. 
at a, don't you just kind of say do this or and Chucky Hepburn makes a three. So he, we're getting the uh, Travis Trice treatment now. Now Chucky Hepburn's heating up at the Kohl Center. It's a four point game, Brian, when it shouldn't be. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, they were on a they're on a ten two run. It looks like over the last three minutes. So, all right, as Joseph says, this is, game has no reason to be this close. It doesn't, and it, it would be a bad loss. I think we can say that plainly, especially when you go up twelve and come out pretty inspired in the second half. Now, twelve thirty one to go. Somehow, this team has made it even closer without Tyler Wall. Chucky Hepburn. Oh my God. I mean, it's just, it's the whole Wisconsin experience just drives me up a wall. Wisconsin's going to Wisconsin. I mean, they're going to, they're going to go out there and they're going to make some threes. I, Ty Rogers time. We'll see what happens here. I really don't like Ty and Sincere on the, okay, they're taking, they're taking Sincere right? out. Yeah, so you get, you get a little more size with this lineup. Ty Rogers, your point, technically. We find RJ who shoots the three. <sighs> Jesus Christ, man. That's nowhere close. I mean, now, what's, he, what's he do for he, you offensively? He's broken. He's like the Chuck Knobloch thrown into first base. He he is a broken player right now. And Crowell can make it a one-point game, and he does. Well, this would be bad, ladies and gentlemen. This Pretty is deflating. bad. This is deflating. Um, yeah, Travis Trice. There was the other Trice brother that did this to Illinois. But we still won that game two years ago. Or was it just last year when we were up by like 20 in the second half but this is just figured out dane has not touched the ball i don't think oh my god rj with it back to matthew and the three is up and is no good and wisconsin just like that a chance to take the lead an implosion happening for illinois right now chucky hepburn wants it i mean four minutes ago you're up 12 yeah and then oh, what, uh, an offensive explosion and this is an easy layup and there you go wisconsin takes the lead i i i don't know brian on one hand, I'm like, let him play through this because sometimes this team just pisses me off so much. Oh, my God. Well, let me take this opportunity to remind you the 200 level brought to you by DPDO. Online at DPDO.com. For all the best deals and prices, DPDO.com. State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at BrianIsMyGuide.com. And Rector Construction. Or sorry, yeah, they're online at RectorConstruction.com. And Dogtown Heating, Urine Plumbing, your home's best friend at 217-841-4728. <sighs> Well, I was having fun until I wasn't having fun. You know, it's a game of runs, and it just seems to be the case that Illinois this year, uh, more than in most past years, just seems to go on these offensive droughts um, that they just can't recover from. But over these last few games, at least defensively, you've, you've been able to, to provide something. This last four minutes, can't get anything going defensively. They're a team that can't get out of its own way. And I was willing to, to a degree, to accept earlier this year when they – after the Texas game, lost to Penn State. They, I mean, the Missouri game was inexcusable, but it is what it is. And the argument that you got all these new pieces, so they're going to take time to figure things out. Okay, I can take that to an extent. But what I said after the Indiana game is that this doesn't need to be this much of a roller coaster. And if you were to say, well, who do you pin that on? Eventually, year six of a program under a guy. I like Underwood. I think he's our. I think he's our guy for the long term, and I'm happy about that. So I don't want anyone to be mistaken by what I'm about to say. But this, I think, has been the weakest coaching job that he's done so far because we're three months into the season, and I don't know what the hell I'm watching. I agree. I mean, I, it, it seemed like before the season, Underwood was putting a team together because he wanted to be Houston. He wanted to put a team together just like that, and uh, this just hasn't been the case. I mean. The, the change in the defensive scheme halfway through the season, which is great. I'm glad that he, he did that. Clearly, the, the switching wasn't working. but um, It worked for one half against off, UCLA in the second half, the press and the switching. Offensively, what, what, what's your identity <laughs> offensively? Uh, the, the, that's, that's the question we were talking about in the first half because we watched the first half, and, and a lot of the things you brought up were things I've been thinking of but maybe not verbalized. One of them is the identity question. The other thing is, as I watch this, right, if this had been last year, and last year, to be quite honest, I was so laser-focused on must win the Big Ten, must win the Big Ten, that every game felt like the biggest deal. So I was riding that roller coaster myself, though that team was more consistent. But with this particular team, it, it, they make it difficult to fully engage. That's right. So as we sit here, we aren't furious. We're more... <sighs> Who's your favorite player on this team? I mean, Jaden Epps would be the default answer because he's a freshman, and I presume that he will be our guy going forward. And I think he's the kind of 
Cassius Winston type player that you can have as the anchor for your team for four years. Sure. But how how does that look? I mean, you know, over the next three years, how how many of these guys are still on your roster? And and I think that's the thing that's really hard for the fandom um, for me is, is, you know, you can't really tie yourself to any of these players. It's just, it's a different feeling this year. It is a different feeling and it's, this game has just been weird. I mean, this is what's going to happen. I think Brian, ultimately, I think they're going to win this game. And we're going to be kind of exhausted afterwards. <laughs> this reminds yeah, me of just some right. of those games where you really get strung out, where you don't need to, you know, you get pushed and pulled in every direction, and then somehow you're just better than them. And I got to think that's the freaking case here. As Dane gets the board, Taking kicks a shot it back like out. That. You're right. That was a really big, and that's, there, a, that's a charge. charge. Yeah, just like that. And then Terrence is saying, I, I'm sorry, but he's been awful today. And I don't think Brad Underwood really, he's hes going at the official here, but if he actually believes, believes that isn't a charge, I'm sorry. He put his shoulder down into him. God, this team is really hard to like sometimes. It, it, Too much, said, quite frankly. Beating yourself. But what was the plan there offensively? Just give the ball to, to Terrence and just let him drive down the lane? As Jacob says, Shannon one for four with five turnovers. <laughs> I, you know what? You know what drives me nuts. I don't even know what to say to that. I'm not even pissed off at the team, but I'm pissed off at the 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 notion that a lot of us had coming into the season, myself included. I feel bamboozled in a way because I continue to hear, and this may very well be accurate. I'm I'm not an NBA draft expert by any stretch, but we continue to hear that there are three guys on this team that are going to be in the pros: Terrence, Matthew, Coleman. But it's as if we completely disregard the fact that NBA teams might actually want some semblance of consistency from someone they would actually draft. This idea that, well, they have the measurables, so therefore Terrence is certainly a a first-round pick. Everybody has bad games. But holy crap, the three of them, the, the, the trio that you would expect to build your success around are so wildly inconsistent. And now we're looking at a team where the least inconsistent of all is Matthew Meyer. That's right. Over these last seven games, he's been your best player. Which is great, but also when you know some of his deficiencies, especially defensively, that ain't good either. Well, Coleman taking, what, two shots in this game? He's been a non-factor. That's right. How can... How can you go to having one of the best games <laughs> possibly of his career? I mean, yeah. all-around game. I mean, his stat line against Ohio State was just off the charts to this. I, I do not understand it because as I've talked about on this show before about this team, about this team. And there were moments last year, certainly like the, the game at Maryland last year, I remember being so livid. And then the game at Ohio, a game against Ohio state at home, where if you would have won that, you would have been the driver's seat to win the big 10. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, you still did with a little help from Nebraska. But there were moments last year where my frustration would be, don't you guys get it? Like you got to show up like th- sure. this, this opportunity is right there for you. So for this team, it's less to do with any sort of, well, let's win the Big Ten. Because the way things are going, I'm at peace with the fact that Purdue's going to run away with this thing. And I was at peace with that probably in um, early January. My Big Ten dreams were dashed probably the minute you lost to Penn State the way you did. However, to see three key components, all of which this is probably their last year in college, just sort of go through the motions? Well, I mean, you know, you look at across the the whole Big Ten. I mean, Purdue is really the only team that didn't add much in the transfer portal. They've they've got that cohesiveness. These are guys. Some of the, I mean, I know they've got some young guards, but these are guys that have been playing together for a while. You got Illinois with a bunch of guys that eight guys, nine guys that had never played with each other before. Um, It's it's like that across the league, and and you see that with a lot of different teams. Illinois is not the only team kind of facing these inconsistencies. I mean, it's across the whole league, but. It just seems like, boy, our our ebbs and flows are holy crap. It they, is. It, it's it's almost. Well, not almost. It, it's it's kind of annoying. <laughs> I was texting uh, Trevor and Isaac, and it's like the Indiana game. Like as days went on after that Indiana game, it wasn't so much being upset. I was embarrassed to lose by that much, but it was more like pick a lane, pick one lane, or or pick you know find somewhere in between the great and the bad, and then I can ride that out a little bit. But this is, we have seen in nine minutes, we're back underway here with 11.05 to go. We've seen in nine minutes of game action in the second half, three minutes of great, and then five minutes of absolute garbage. 
And right now, as Terrence Shannon, you know, I'm looking at this lineup, and I don't know what faith I have in them. Because other than Meyer and Danger, go, thank Dan. God, Danger, like that was a great play. He's been amazing for us and has yet to hardly touch the ball sure. this half. Well, here's Matthew Meyer on the perimeter. Here's Coleman over to Jaden Epps. Wisconsin guy just falls over for no apparent reason. Here's Matthew Meyer. Pump fakes the three. He wants the step back. It's a good looking yeah. shot, and, and that's the NBA kind of shot. That's like right. Th- those step backs, I mean, I, I don't know what the percentage is on those, if there's any way to look that stat up, but gosh, he seems to hit most of those. 19 points for Meyer. Wow. Well, that's over half of our output. And here's Chucky. Too easy. Too easy. Was that Shannon? That was freaking Shannon on him. He has four inches on the guy, and then Chucky Hepburn takes it. I, I don't know, man. I, I bet Terrence is the nicest guy in the world, but what this is what a lot of Texas Tech fans, why they said, well, he's not the number one guy. And, and while he can be, there are just way too many times where he's just go. not. Come on, Dane. They're going to call travel, right? No, nope, they call foul. So now I hope it's not a shooting foul. I don't think it should be. I don't think so either. So we're tied up here. God, I'm exhausted, man. Watching these games are just like... <laughs> it takes a lot out of you. You know, if I was at home right now, I'd be pacing behind my couch. But... All right, so what do we have here with... Uh, I think we're, we're under 10, so I want to say there's about 9.50 left to go in this game. 9.49, and oh boy, we're going to the line. Why do they have to call shooting foul? Well, come on, Dane. First one is up. And that's a rocket off the back of the rim. That is a line drive. You know, he had a stretch there where it seemed like he was coming around at the free throw line. But lately, this has just been tough to watch. Now, there's something good coming up here. I'll I'll, I'll tease that. This was always fun when when Trevor and Isaac would be over. Trevor would maybe be keeping tabs on Twitter. And he'd give me and Isaac a look like, oh, well, we just got something in the YouTube chat feed about a certain Wisconsin player. So they have the ball now with Steven nine. Stephen Crowell with four fouls. Yeah, too, so, so this is Chucky Hepburn. He tosses it. This is now Wall against Coleman. Wall taking a baseline. Wall is, let's see. No, this is a three-pointer attempt from Wisconsin. No good. Illinois ball. Okay, 38 to 37. So it looks like some of you guys are a little bit, further ahead of me 38 to 37 Jaden Epps with the ball 915 to go this is going to be Matthew Meyer getting the pick right from Dane Matthew taking it in looking for somebody he kicks it back out to Coleman the fifth foul it looks like it that's my guess this is Epps back to Coleman Coleman he's gonna find Epps right the three-pointer is up that's a big one that's a big one that's huge that's huge now, you got two key guys on Wisconsin with four. This is going to be Klesman taking it to the rim. This is going to be Wall for the three. The three is up. It is no good. And back to Here Illinois. We Here we go. Here we this go. This is a time to put these guys away. Man, my my intensity almost said a word I can't say on a family film. I really don't like Wisconsin. I'm sorry. It just it boils <laughs> up within me. And that's, that's how I feel about Indiana, Michigan. I don't know. I know why. It's jealousy is the main driving factor behind why. Okay, this is RJ. Oh boy. Oh God. Oh. Oh. And here it is, right here. Here it is. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, not the best play-by-play by by me, but a dunk from RJ Melendez. What the heck? Wow. All right. Timeout, Wisconsin, with eight twelve to go. RJ gets a dunk. Why wouldn't he? That's right. Hey, that's right. (laughs) You got to use that athleticism if those three pointers aren't falling. Oh, what a move. You know, if the guy could just be a little bit more aggressive when he's out there, I mean, this is kind of stuff that you would hope that he would provide this year. That damn near could have been a foul on Wisconsin, too. Well, here we are. Well, my prediction didn't stand pat here. What was the prediction? That somebody was going to get their fifth foul. Well, that's what I thought, too, because someone, I think, had said that Wall fouled out, but I don't think he has fouled out, or he's on the verge. God, I hope you're right, Mark. He says, that might just turn RJ's season around. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Here's the thing. It's just a dunk, but hope you wonder with a guy who mentally it's clear that that's the part of the game that's he's struggling with that sometimes it does just take one spark. But a guy that's that going. athletic and, and and has those kinds of skills, he should be a little bit more aggressive. I mean, he he's the Terrence Shannon mold. He in the mold of Terrence Shannon, right? I mean, he's the same size. 6-7. Or a 6'6 with athleticism that makes him play taller That's than right. he is. I mean, we saw last year, of course, the dunk against Houston was tantalizing. And some of the three-pointers he was making in February, I think he shot like 45% from three with limited attempts. But 
But for, you know, for a guy that takes this many shots to only shoot 22, 23%. Right. And, and I was thinking about this before the season two. He got the starting nod. And I thought, okay, well, I understand why. You want the continuity for the guys that are in the program. And that, to me, uh, I assumed, well, he must have made some strides in the offseason. You weren't just going to hand the guy this, this starting, uh, starting job. But I did not necessarily anticipate a breakout season for Melendez. And, and I don't know if that's partially because I was getting excited like we all were. Oh, we got Terrence Shannon Jr. We got Matthew Meyer. I think I might have shifted into we don't need a breakout season from R.J., but now we're just hoping for some semblance of consistency. And I thought putting him on the bench would actually have loosened him up a bit, but it's been a struggle. It has. It, it's, he's been tough to watch I, out of all the guys. And, and, you know, from a consistent shooter's perspective, I mean, outside of what Meyer's been contributing here lately and Jay Who else Nets, is shooting? Jay Nepps. Yeah. I know, mean, those are the that, two. That's about it. I mean, Coleman can get on those heaters, but. Well, well you have the stats, right? What is Jay Nepps on the season from three? I mean, if I were to guess before you find that number, I would guess like 34%. 33-34% I think is right. So he's definitely leading the team this year. Um, 35%. He's leading the team at 35. 35%. So Meyer has to be inching up towards that. No, I I take that back. Meyer's leading the team. 36%. Jaden Epps, 35%. That's pretty good considering Matthew was struggling so early. But yeah, that's that's what I do like about the game plan. I got to give Underwood this. And when things were going bad, yes, I was critical. And I'm still going to be critical of Underwood. Not a long term, I'm, I'm not really concerned about him. But I do think this is still a team that, God, it's just really like, ugh, I don't know. It's so labored, it feels like sometimes when maybe it doesn't have to be. However, the biggest thing I've been impressed with from this coaching staff defensively, they made the change at the start of 2023. We're not going to do the switching thing that's worked out pretty well except for the Indiana game and that was a whole other issue offensively we're just going to the rim and we're shooting less threes even though against Ohio State we uh-huh. shot too many I like the simplicity of it so I I, I appreciate that to an extent I, I think that you assume that when it comes to a game in March if you're getting a bunch of looks at the lay at the hoop you have a good shot of winning that game. And if you think about Houston last year, it's like they shot lights out. Maybe they did, but they also had a lot of high percentage shots against us. Missed three from Wisconsin and a big start here, Brian, with eight to go. They almost got an offensive rebound. Instead, Illinois chance to go up eight or nine. I mean, this is your chance to take over the game right it is. here offensively. It is. This is Epps. Gets two picks from Coleman. Back to Coleman. Over to Matthew. Some good action here on this side of the... I mean, okay, all right. Oh, oh, a kickball. We got... Not a break there. That was a kickball and almost a pretty sweet play. But there was a great play right there for Coleman Hawkins. He was wide open. I, you know, if he's gonna if he's gonna be effective offensively, they got to get him the ball. Six point lead, seven forty three to go. Let's see what happens here. Hopefully, something good. I mean, right. for for him being your best facilitator, I don't know why they're not getting him the ball. Matthew gets the board. Look at wow. That. wow, that's huge. So a miss from Terrence on a baseline jumper, which I don't really like that. But an eight nothing run for Illinois. With 7.30 to go in the game, it got all the way. Was it a tie game at one point or a one point It was. It was 37-37. That's right. So there we go. Eight nothing run. This is going to be Wall. Is he back in? They're going to call. Wow. That's just cheap. What what was that? That was not a Fallon Hawkins. No reaching or anything. His body was against Wall. But if you look at Wall here, he's just kind of itching with his elbow. So they're going to call him the forearm check. That's Yeah. That's weak, though. What was that? And I haven't mind the way the refs had called this half. Um, okay, Overall, wow. This is Wall trying to make something happen. I mean, it's just the Tyler Wall show. You know, I'll give him that. He worked his ass off and got nothing. Too bad, kid. Eight-point lead for Illinois. Chance to stretch it. Come on, Matthew. Oh, he wants it. Ah! He's taking it to the rim. He gets the foul. There we go. All right, all right. Although I didn't really like that take. I... <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all good if they make it or they get that's, felt. That's right. It's kind of funny because, I mean, like my buddy Kent who's on this chat thread, I, I sent my friends a message. I said, I think RJ's broken. And then he dunks it. And I don't know if that's egg on my face or not. He was broken before that. That was maybe uh, not the, the smoothest looking take, but now he makes the first free throw. Chance to go up 10 with this. Just like that, Brian. It's like when we don't get out of, when we get out of our own way. That's right. It's pretty good. 22 for Matthew today, 8 for 16 from the field. The headband working for him. This shot is up and good. It's a 
double digit Illini lead with 658 to go, four fouls on Wall, four fouls on Crowell, and you know what they're going to do. They're going to go to Tyler Wall. And Terrence Shannon just falls over, and this is going to be a three-pointer from Chucky Hepburn. Kind of got a break there and a foul on Matthew Meyer over the back, so it'll be the sixth foul on Illinois and no shooting foul, so Wisconsin just takes it out. Both teams about being the bonus. Yeah, man, boy, Terrence is just not there today. No, he certainly isn't. I don't know what's going on, but... I mean, everybody's going to have these down games, but that's why you've got a guy like Matthew Meyer. I mean, you, you don't have to depend on one guy with this team, and that's and that's the great thing, I think. I mean, Dane Dange has been totally, totally ineffective in the second half. Yeah, and part of it's just not getting in the ball. I, I mean, how many touches? I mean, this in all honesty, I don't know how many touches he's had. But we have Crowell being guarded by Dane. This is going to be Hepburn trailed by Terrence. Coleman's going to stay on Wall. So this is just one man game. Crowell against Danger. And that's a good move. Yeah. Dane's not a very good defender, but he's a good blocker. There was no, <laughs> yeah. help, de- no help defense. There, there wasn't. You're right. And uh, that's all too common for guys against us. Crowell got his in that first game. He's been pretty quiet tonight. Meyer's not even looking to pass. No, 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 no. Now, let's see. Two-man game here with Dane coming up. Dane can get to the rim pretty quick. No, nope, this is Meyer three. Wow. He makes it. That's all well and good. That's all well and <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, I right? can't. Hey, it's, shoot. Ha- it's hard to complain. Shoot but. away, man. Shoot away. And a foul on the ground. Uh, this will be then Klesmet going to the line. So Meyer with 26 points. <laughs> I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. I mean, if I the mean, guy is making them like this. That's why in March, I as much as this team can drive me nuts, it just takes two nights of them being on. And they're in the second weekend. And... It's one of those, if I were a team, let's say, that um, got the the 10 seed, I imagine Illinois is going to be like a 6. I think all of a sudden they'll be like a 6 seed. And you're that 11 seed and you had a really good season in like a mid-major conference. You're like, oh, really? This is the matchup we get? Or if you're the 3 seed thinking this is the 6 seed we get, I could see some thinking that for Illinois. This is Coleman 3, no good. Hey, that's- Bored by Ty, or no, Terrence. Okay, I saw the hair thinking it was Ty for a segment. That's Terrence. Put back up 13. It's all right. I like that shot by Coleman. I do too. I love any catch and shoot mm-hmm. from him. Sure. 24 points in the paint for Illinois. 16 for Wisconsin and Tyler Wall. Hey, I liked it. Okay, here's the deal. Terrence Shannon, hustle play. If you aren't going to make shots, at least do that. And I appreciate that from Terrence. And he's being a good sportsman too. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Let's see what happened here. Wall just missed. It was not a great pass. It was at the back of his head. Terrence gets his hands on it. It's a jump ball, and it will be Wisconsin ball with 5.31 to go. Illinois, 5.31 away from their sixth straight win against Wisconsin, which if you would have told me that the night that I didn't, I didn't watch a good chunk of that game where Io hit the dagger against Wisconsin. And we got it out of bounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. RJ has caused two of those today. You know, just use up your clock. No fast shots. Stay out of your own way, and, and you've got this game. Seems like it, right? But yeah, that, that game where Io hit the three to go up four. Mm-hmm. And you were trailing most of that game. And I tuned in with about 10 minutes to go in the second half. We, I decided purposely, I remember joking with Juan, I'm not watching this crap because I know what happens at the Cole Center. It's, it's just bizarre to wake up. And as I did this morning, Brian, it wasn't, oh, I hope we win. I thought, no, I think we are going to win at the Cole Center. So what a crazy change of fortune. So Illinois with 5.05 to go. They're going to have to launch one up here and try to extend this 13-point lead. Here's Jaden Epps going to the lane. Oh, boy. Wow. It's just like butter. 15-point lead for Illinois. 17-2 scoring run. And you know what's beautiful on the other side of this is we can't hear it, Brian, but with my venom towards Wisconsin, which is undoubtedly envy for their last 20 years of existence. It's dead quiet in there. I guarantee oh, oh, it. Oh, sure. Dead quiet. You just don't go into these games thinking you're going to lose the game anymore. It, it, right, right. And that's that used to be, uh, it, it reminds me a bit of the tail end of Out of Bounds, Wisconsin, Illinois ball. Wow. This reminds me quite a bit, and I mentioned this when, before the game started, I think. The great guard, what's going on right now, feels very similar to me to the tail end of the Weber era. The difference being, I don't think necessarily the tail end of the Weber era, it was so much complete lack of talent. If you remember the teams with Dimitri, Mike Davis, Mike Tisdale, then the Jeremy Richmond, and then you had the Brandon Paul, uh, DJ Richardson, it's not like you were without talent. It just didn't coalesce. With guard, I think it's a talent issue. They just aren't that talented. 
Well, this is just, remember, one year removed from them with a share of the Big Ten title. Right. Uh, I mean, th- this is their one down year. They haven't finished l- lower than fourth. And they will this at this rate. Th- th- this is the year. This and is the year. This is the year, too, where not only are we talking about Big Ten placement. Come on, Coleman. Great entry by Dane, or a great feed. Coleman will go the line for two, and Illinois is just running this right now. This is a crazy change of fortunes from where you felt, what, with, uh, gosh, 12 minutes to go in the half. But yeah, I, I think that, I think it is more than just one down year, though, because, well, here, actually, let me rephrase. It may not be because Wisconsin's pulled a rabbit out of a hat more than a few times as a basketball program. But Coleman makes the first. It might be a different time up at Wisconsin in general because the Paul Christ firing after we smoked him at Camp Randall, it's not going to be history repeating itself and great guards out of a job tomorrow. But I do wonder with Barry Alvarez now in a more uh, emeritus role, and they have this athletic director that went out there and spent a fortune on Luke Fickle and the buyout for Paul Christ, if it's just a different time up there where they're going to be more aggressive for basketball. But then the question would be, how good Crowell airballs it? Oh, this is This is beautiful. Media timeout with 3.50 to go, 56 to 39, and we're having fun. So th- this this moves you up to fourth place. This moves you, you to fourth place, yeah. That's right. And Michigan State plays tomorrow? Michigan State plays at Purdue tomorrow, which I... So... That's a loss. So so tomorrow, we, be, we could end the day, sole possession of fourth place, first round by in Big Ten tournament. And you know who's above you? Rutgers. And? Michigan. No, no. Northwestern. Northwestern six oh. and three. <laughs> now I don't think that'll stick, but they are probably on their way to sneaking into the tournament. You know, at, at this think, rate. But uh, no, the question. I don't think I've looked at the standings. Yeah. So this morning, they were five and three, and then they won. So they're six and three after beating Minnesota, soaking Minnesota. So we talked about this a little bit, but we still have Rutgers, at, and that's here, right? Uh, yes, that that's is. Home, but we play. Home with we Rutgers. play both. We play home and away against Rutgers. So you've got Purdue. Mm-hmm. We've got Indiana one more time. We've well, got, let me check. Actually, if we do Michigan. play Rutgers, I think it's a it's a one one game. God, that's here. a one play. It is here. I know we play them here, so that might be right. We might get a break and not have to go there. You know these these announcers that are you know they've got their TV screens and they can get all of this information. We got smartphones and yeah. mine's doing the YouTube feed. <laughs> no, the question I was going to ask you though is. Let's say they made a move from guard. And I, I would not put it past this athletic director because it's not like Paul Christ. You would look and say, well, come on. The guy wins nine games a year. But it was clear that it was stagnating. And I mm-hmm. think it's clear that things are stagnating for great guard. They'll never completely suck. But like this is not the Bo Ryan era for sure. So let's say they make a move. The question, I guess, would be what kind of... But was the Bo Ryan era the Bo Ryan era until the last five or six years? Right. And but I mean I think looking back on that it was all the more remarkable what he did. I mean we sure. knew it at the time, but it's even more impressive now because sure. it's not like Dick Bennett was doing the same sort of thing. They had one year with a guy, a, a bald guy named Soderberg, I think, was the intermediary between Bennett and Bo Ryan. But how good of a job is that? In other words, Wisconsin's out there in the coaching market. Is it a sexy job for basketball? I think so. Yeah, because I think the money's there. And so I, I think so. Now, you know, is a new coach going to continue this Wisconsin style of play? I don't know. Um, but, but I think so. I mean, the Big Ten right now, I mean, if you were a head basketball coach, a college basketball coach, or somebody who aspires to be that, yeah, the Big Ten is almost the pinnacle, right? I mean, what's the Big 12 going to be? Yeah, it's Big Ten and SEC, and for basketball, it's Big Ten. That's right. Yeah, well, a- ACC, I suppose you could factor in there, too. But it, as So Rutgers one time yeah. here. Wow, here. that's a break. Purdue one time. Uh, at, Purdue, at Purdue, but that's okay. Michigan I mean, one time. At home. I mean, they don't really scare me. We talked about that a little bit. I mean, the way you played against Indiana, Trace Jackson Davis, I mean, I don't know what you're what you're going to do against Hunter Dickinson. but Honestly, by that point, I, I mean, and I'm saying this, of course, my heart wants this to be the case, but my head is also telling me it might be. Michigan is not in the tournament today, and I, they may well very well have played themselves well out of it by the time we play them. And Iowa one time. At Iowa, which I hate that we... That should be, if there's such a thing as a protected rivalry going forward, we should play Iowa twice every year. We always... I don't know if they actually have protected against uh, teams in, in basketball because there's been single plays against Northwestern, if you want to call that a rivalry. But we're back underway here. So we got 3.46 to go. It's a 17-point lead, just like that. I'm, I'm having a hard time processing this because it's like whiplash with this team sometimes. And we saw everything... A microcosm of this team in one half, mm-hmm. right? Where we had the amazing start, a terrible eight-minute stretch, and then an amazing 10-minute stretch. That's right. 
in one half I, I don't know it's 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 fun right now like what was that uh yeah <laughs> they they ran some clock <laughs> i guess 315 is matthew meyer did this sort of lean in three okay 56 to 39 and a good chance to just i mean this is an impressive shellacking and maybe wisconsin gets a few buckets to make it oddly interesting there's one to make it 15 with three to go. This seems like a good time to get a guy like Ty Rogers on the floor. Yeah, yeah. I think that you're looking at getting to the under two. We got RJ still out there. And I, this tells me they are trying everything to say you're a big part of the team. We want you involved. Right now, this offensive set, you can tell they're just bleeding clock and at 10 seconds they'll go. So this is Coleman taking it right back out to Jaden with eight on the shot clock. Just running clock. Just running clock. But you got to shoot it at some point. Call timeout if you need to. Shoot it, Coleman. Baseline jumper is up and good. Well, that's when you know things are going well. That's right. And, wow. and, and you know, that's that that's that NBA translation right there. God dang. 58 to 41. Yeah. I mean, there there were moves from Meyer specifically. The step back threes is just total NBA stuff. Tyler Wall with the ball. The three-pointer from Klesmet is good. So it's a 14-point game. Are we really doing this time? Oh, my God. Let's just drag this out. Hey, you know what? When they're up 14, they can drag it out as much as they want. I'm having fun with this. Okay, the upcoming schedule for Wisconsin, they're showing it at at Ohio State, and that's an Ohio State team that is desperate for a win. Ohio State will win that. Northwestern at home is going to be a good game. And then at Penn State, there's a good chance here, Brian, that they lose two of the next three. And that would put them, they're four and five, about to be four and six. That would put them at five and eight. I mean, Wisconsin's done. Yeah, and they aren't a tournament team. No, I don't think. No, I, I don't think so either. That's kind of bizarre to say. No, it, I mean it, the, that's right. When was the last time they missed it? I mean, you'd have to go back to the Dick Bennett era. I think. I don't think they missed I, a I sense. I suppose. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't recall a time in in Bo Ryan's tenure that they didn't make the tournament. That's why I just think it, it'd be interesting. And sometimes I'll peruse Twitter. Like after the game, I'll type in "Great Guard," mm-hmm. you know, and and you'll just see a mix of really ticked off fans and then you'll see some post-game articles from their rivals and 24-7 sports guys and it feels like the iron is a little bit hotter with him and this is all anecdotal than it even was with Paul Crist because when Paul Crist was fired I thought yeah this might be his last year up there because they see the writing on the wall with UCLA and USC coming in they got to stay on top but with this it's a weird dilemma for Wisconsin and I'm I'm just going to Keep an watchful eye. I hope he stays because we own the Grey Guard Badgers. And uh, it's nice because it was the reverse for 10 years before that. No doubt about it. I, you know, and I don't, I'm not buying into Northwestern. I'm sorry. I'm I, not either. I, I just can't. No. I, I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like. But Michigan State, that's that's a team that you kind of have to worry about, I, I think. I, I think that I, win will continue to bode well for Illinois. I'm glad you don't have to play Breslin because I don't think you would win that game. I think the team that keeps you out of the top four right now is Indiana. I, I just think that the way, the that way they're, they're playing, playing that's and the right. tiebreaker. And, and, and Rutgers and Michigan State, um, I, I, I just don't know. I, Michigan State's the team that really the one I'm watching right now if we're going to be in the top four by the end season's end. All right, as they look at the, they got a bracket breakdown here in the screen. Nine teams. Nine teams from And you the got Big one, Ten. one team in the top 25. It's, it's parody, which is good and bad. I think the bad is that you probably are not going to have a national title. Winner. Here's the thing with Purdue. They deserve, based on what they have done so far, to be number one. I, I don't argue that, but you see extended play or extended times from them where they look rather pedestrian, even with, even with Edie sometimes, and they run an extremely slow pace. Which, if it, it happens to be that game against some team in the tournament, I mean, it was St. Peter's last year that made Purdue look very pedestrian. The, the good and bad about a team that plays slow is that if you ever get down, you just run out of chances at the end to come back. And if you're down seven or eight points, what are you going to do? Just have feed the ball to Edie eight straight times and hope that that's enough? To, you need some three-point shooters. They have some. I just don't. By that supporting cast quite enough yet. So so where's the champion coming from? What conference? I don't know. I mean, the Big 12 is an odd mess this year, but it seems like their their top is better than our top. You know, and that's why I look at this Illinois team, and it's just a weird, it's a weird year of college basketball, and you hit on sure. that earlier, that the, the name image likeness stuff is kind of universal for most teams, 
And there are some rare exceptions. Like, I think the 4-1 seeds that you're going to get this year, they are the legit four best teams, and then everybody else get in line. Who knows? This is RJ here. Coleman, just run some clock. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I mean, I guess Purdue would have as good a shot as anybody. Sure. Because it's just that kind of year. But I do think in Alabama... They're loaded today, but I, I don't know how that game ended. By the way, I don't know I, if anybody can help us with that. But I just feel like a team with their athleticism would run Purdue out of the gym if yeah. it came down to it. Sure. Or Tennessee is another sure. team that has that really good mix of athleticism and, and talent. All right, Jaden's at the line here, trying to extend this lead so it doesn't get oddly close. He makes the first. I love this kid. He's 18, going on 30. I mean, as Trevor texted me earlier, he looks like a 30 year old guy, and I love that. You know, the thing that I, this, you talk about the parody in college basketball. I mean, the traditional powers that we've kind of seen over the last, you know, many years, you know, North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky. I, I don't know where those teams stand right now. Are, are any of them in the top 25? Mm, Kentucky's not. They're playing Kansas tonight. Kansas, um, Kansas lost four in a row. That's right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you what? Know, two, two weeks ago, they were my favorite to win the, the championship. And they still could. I mean, I remember the year that uh, Bill Self, his second year, it was the return. Uh, everybody came back an extra year, pretty much. So it was the Frank final run through, and the only guys we lost were Marcus Griffin and Serge. So the expectations were final four or bust. But that team started three and five in the Big Ten. They lost three straight. Mm-hmm. In fact, do you, do you remember the Iowa game where Frank had the two amazing plays in a row? I, you know, he had so many amazing plays. It's it, hard to play. It was the sequence where he did the behind the back to Brian Cook. Sure, then he got sure. the steal. And, okay. yeah, sure. and Dick Vitale was it's, going crazy. It's a highlight that kind of it, it yeah, always shows up. And we had the 20-year anniversary of that recently. But then people forget that after that game, I think Illinois won on a three-game losing streak, including Michigan State at home, Super Bowl Sunday. And we were wondering what the heck was going on. So that was a three-game losing streak for Bill Self team. They went on to win the Big Ten, make the Sweet 16. And this Kansas team is loaded. And if they get it figured out, and they aren't playing Big 12 teams in the NCAA tournament, there's no reason they can't go on a run. So 57.5 to go. It's turning into a free-throw festival with still a 12-point lead for Illinois. And, yeah, I mean, I'm still thinking, what what half was that? I mean, that was... That, that, was, a, that was tough basketball. It was reminiscent of that Penn State game back in Chester Frazier's junior year. Do you remember that? 38-33. Yeah, that's right. I remember, because I was still on campus, I was a senior, mm-hmm. and I walked to the game. It was a rather nice winter night, and met my dad there, just thinking, yeah, okay. this And that was a decent Bruce Weber team, mind you. They they made they were the four seed in the NCAA tournament. They it was the Chester Dimitri McKamey, Trent Meacham, very efficient offensively. And that night, thirty eight thirty three, it was just the most bizarre. It, it was yeah that would that that was a tough game and it, it'll always kind of live in your memory. But I'll tell you, Penn State that's another team that you know kind of makes me nervous. I mean, over these last fifteen years or so, we just have not been able to no. find a way to consistently beat them. And oddly enough, it Even was a lot of nice block from Coleman. There we go, going the other way. Okay, forty four point two to go. So Coleman will get another chance at some free throws to shoot two. He missed his last two. Hey, the Road Blues. Illinois had been two and twenty, and the Road Blues under Brad Underwood. Though one of those two was. At Wisconsin, when Io hit the dagger to go up four. So this will be the third win in the Road Blues, two of which have come at the Kohl Center. Interesting. Interesting Interesting. tidbit. These are my least favorite uniforms. Coleman is 0 for 3 from the line. (laughs) Talk about Shannon having a This has been tough. You did this with non-factors on the offensive end, Coleman Hawkins and Terrence Shannon. That's right. And I mean, in, you know, RJ off the bench and Dane in the second half. So how? Well, Epps and Meyer. That's right. And Meyer, it's mostly. Mostly Meyer, yeah. But Epps has had, and I I will be interested to see, because Epps always seems to get like a quiet 14 or something. Out of bounds, going back to Illinois, air ball from Wisconsin. It's beautiful. What we're seeing here is a mix of two things, Brian. We're seeing an Illinois team that despite their flaws, when they're on, they're tough. And we're seeing Wisconsin, I I think for the next few years, not going to be like a Big Ten title threat. I think that's safe to say. They might find some semblance of consistency again, but I, I don't know about um, the Frank Kaminsky, Sam Decker days for sure. What that means to me is in this Big Ten where a lot of teams are kind of in flux, you have a lot of good coaches, but I still think that your program is in a position, despite the weirdness this year, to consistently be competing for Big Ten championships. Hey, look, just just win the games you're supposed to win. Win, win your home games. Win your, win your road games that you're supposed to win. Uh, and, and I think the season will will fall in its place. I mean, things the the cards will fall in their place. I mean, it's 
um, there's not a lot of surprises left. I, I think that, you know, when you look at the rest of the schedule, like I said, besides the Rutgers and besides Purdue, um, Indiana again. I, I, who else are you really afraid of on that schedule? Not, not many. Iowa, it's Purdue. The, yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be a great game. And I think that's a bellwether test for this team, which is now mm-hmm. one, I think five out of six. Sure. And well, let's see here. You're six and four. So yeah, you've won six out of seven. Right, your own three. So that means six out of seven. That's right. So they're they're on a heater, except for the Indiana game. And I think the Iowa's. We get the final here, sixty-one to fifty-one. The Iowa game is a major bellwether game. Can't have the let up against Nebraska. I don't think they will. And I'll tell you one thing that I kind of like to see. Kind of do, kind of do, kind of don't. They hit a three to make it a ten-point game at the end there. So whatever. Chucky Hepburn, of course, hits a forty-foot three-pointer. Just whatever. And Terrence Shannon had this look of disgust. I like that you won this game, and if you were to ask me how well did Illinois play, I'd say, I don't think they played that great. No, that's right. I don't think we did, and then we still won by 10. So uh, silver lining and also a man, is this team going to figure it out? It's still January. They're winning games as they're in this process of figuring things out. So maybe the best is yet to come. I don't know, but... um, A far cry from where I felt three weeks ago when this team was 0-3. It was only three weeks ago. That's right. All right, well. It feels a lot better. (laughs) That's why the second half was everything. It was was the entire season kind of in one half where that stretch in the middle felt like that stretch from Penn State to Northwestern where you're thinking, oh my God, do we just suck? This team doesn't suck. We know that. Uh, They can be great. They can be awful. But they are good more than they are bad despite how bad these valleys feel. So... God, any consistency, man. It just feels like this team, as weird as they are, can make a second weekend of a tournament. To me, that's that's kind of the goal now because that's a crapshoot anyways. And when things are that kind of based in luck and, and the way the ball bounces, I'll take our chances in, in March. I don't know if we're going to get a banner before that, and that's okay. Yeah, I think we're. it's going to be tough. to Purdue's not going to lose. Did you think last year, for me, winning the Big Ten was massive mm-hmm. for my psyche? Sure. Absolutely. It took a load off. Especially after that year with Michigan. You know, kind of getting gypped there. Oh, I, I'm still salty about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And and that's two in a row and a Big Ten tournament it, title. It would it would have felt a lot better if Wisconsin hadn't had any share of it. It would have. And that's why that, that day I, I was down here when I didn't watch a second of that Wisconsin-Nebraska game. I, I knew, like, it probably ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm down here focusing on music, but I'm checking that in the second half. I'm checking my phone every two minutes. I'm updating my score app. And then it happens, and then just like that, okay, you got three hours. Get ready for a Big Ten championship game. What? That's right. It was it was one of the best days ever. But for this team, there are still good days to come, and you got a really big opportunity here. What you get in Nebraska? That's seven and four. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Kind of solidifying that top four, and then the Iowa game could really solidify you because I think they could be a team that could also make a run for a top four. And you would then have the tiebreaker over them. That's the game I'm looking forward to, not to overlook Nebraska, which is an early tip-off on Tuesday at 6 p.m. And hopefully, like you did at Nebraska, you take care of business. Unless Tominaga goes for like 30, I'm feeling pretty good. Sure, yeah. Nebraska doesn't scare me. Like I said, uh, you know, you've got a few tests left. I mean, you got you got to win the games you're supposed to win. Win your home games. Uh, and, and top four finishes should be there. Hey, and Goody's coming back. Thank you, Greg, for mentioning that. Uh, yeah, who also said, Greg said, played bad, but gutted out a win on the road. And as Kenton says here, a few good games in March will totally change the story of the season. It's true, Kenton. I think that the monkey on the back from NCAA tournament, that's the one. That if you get over that, it doesn't matter what else you've done this year. Uh, but yeah, I think that uh, Goody coming back, let's not sleep on that. That That is a 3 and D guy. He's 6'6". Uh, he's big. He's, he's someone that probably is... Not going to hurt you out there. I mean, sometimes you'll see some of these freshmen, especially Sincere's kind of hit a wall mm-hmm. a bit. And I think Ty's improving. But with Goody, you just have one more really strong player you can count on. And you only, what? You need three-point shooting. That's right. I mean, that's the one thing you're missing consistently. He can camp out there. With with the exception of Epps and Meyer. Uh, it's just coming from nowhere. Yeah. Um, consistently. I mean, Coleman has his games, of course. We mentioned that, but... Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where he fits in. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, whose minutes he takes. I mean, is it going to be probably a little bit of RJ, a little bit of Prob- Ty Rogers? A little bit, uh, yeah, by committee kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and that's okay. And sincere. I mean, you, are we going to see, I mean, we're already kind of seeing it right now, a little bit less of sincere. I love how well Jaden Epps is playing with the minutes he's forced to play. And he's being asked to be a point guard. He was a combo guard coming in. And we knew, as Derek so often said, he was a bucket getter. We knew that. 
he's a pretty steady hand. He's no Corbello as, as far as facilitating or anything, but I, I remember last year getting so fed up with Corbello, and he's he's had his own issues at St. John's. The kid's just kind of wacky. And meanwhile, you have this 18-year-old, maybe 19, who is remarkably calm he's, and just in control. That's right. Uh, that, to me, the story of the season beyond any of it would be if you have your starting point guard for the next four years. That's right. and it, You might. He's your leading scorer next year. I don't. Oh, think, I, I don't think yeah. there's any doubt about that. Uh, and when you think about to the, you know, think back to the recruiting class with Sky Clark coming in, and you know, he's the guy that we were all excited about. And and then Jaden Epps. Look look at where we are now. It's better, I think, that Sky's not on the team. I don't want to do the addition by subtraction thing, but just that we get to see Epps for 30 minutes a game now, that's and right. it's working out beautifully. And that's going to set him up for the next three years too. We hope. I mean, we. I hope that this core stays. I think they will. And today was a big win. Wisconsin stinks. I think we saw that. We didn't play well either. And you won by 10. Why? You're supremely talented compared to them. And Matthew Meyer had a game. Jaden Epps had a game. Dane Danger had a half. I don't know outside of that. And you still won by 10 on the road in the Big Ten. Sure. That's so, that's it. Win the games you're supposed to win. That's yeah. it. Uh. All right, next week, two games. Nebraska, I'll be here for that. I'll try to do a midweek podcast to kind of recap and maybe talk some Illinois football too as they got an outside linebacker coach today. The outside linebackers coach from the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know much about him. I don't either, but you just went and got an NFL outside linebacker coach. You know, young guy from Illinois. Right. Has a background at Iowa. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's coached in the Big Ten, although it was a graduate assistant uh, level. Um, I I think you got to be pretty excited about it. I mean, I don't know, you know, what his role will be as far as recruiting goes. Uh, but I, I'm pretty excited about the hire. Yeah, me too. It just seems like, oh yeah, that makes sense for Bielema. That's right. Yeah, he he has a big Rolodex, it feels like. Well, as Stephen Bardo was talking to Matthew Meyer here, big game for him and the headband and the blue uniforms. It all worked out for Illinois despite a scary moment in the middle part of that second half. But here we are, six and four in the Big Ten, top four and probably by ourselves after Michigan State loses to Purdue tomorrow. Thank you guys in the YouTube feed for um, chiming in today. Positive reviews for Brian Hansen. They want you back. Well, I'm happy to come back. Okay, Had a lot of fun. This was I, great. I think we will do that, and it could be as soon as next Saturday if you're available. But we'll we'll figure it out because sure, it's, yeah, it's nice. I'd be happy to. It's nice bouncing off people, and uh, yeah, today was fun, and the wind doesn't hurt either. Sure. So, thank you guys for tuning in, and if you're listening uh, after the fact, I hope you enjoyed it as well. It's always fun to relive the wins. Not so much the losses. Unfortunately, today, Illinois, with two big runs in the second half, get the double-digit win. So, on behalf of DP Doe, I'm on at dpdoe.com. State Farm agent Brian Hansen in the house today and also online at brianismyguy.com. And Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend at 217-841-4728. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. And, oh, yeah, for those that got T-shirts, we got those coming in as well. Should be shipping them out next week. Got the merch. I got some stickers for you to take home oh, as well, awesome. Brian. I was saying, I'm looking forward to the t-shirts. Yeah, this, I, the I got t-shirts coming. The new logo is, is killing it. Thank I, you. I appreciate really, it. I really like it. All right. Yeah. I dig, all right. Thank you. Well, uh, thank you guys again, and we will see you Tuesday evening, early tip-off against Nebraska. It is the 200 level.